welcome to the I Love You Too Much to Argue podcast with your friends, Holly and Beck. Thanks for listening as we discover ways to invest in all our relationships using tools such as the Enneagram, love languages and parenting with love and logic. Here we go. Hi, lovers. Hi, Holly. Hi, Beck. Now, today I'm excited about this episode because we've talked about this for a long time, but we haven't really addressed it on the podcast. No, and so we've mentioned it a couple of times. We have, yes, but we haven't talked about it to our listeners. Well, we haven't had a conversation where we've recorded it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to show our listeners. <laughs> so we're talking about the intelligence centres of the Enneagram or what's often called the triads. Yeah. And I'm excited about this. Me too. Because when I first... Well, when I first learned about the Enneagram and then started hearing all these weird words like stances and triads and harmonic groups, I was like, it's too hard, too much, just leave it alone. But the more you get into it and the more you understand all of the different facets of the Enneagram, it's, I just find it absolutely fascinating to delve really deep into it and understand your type even better. Yeah, totally. It just gives in more um, depth to mm. your type and mm-hmm. why you do things and how you do things and mm-hmm. it's fascinating. And why everybody is so different. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so if you've never heard of intelligence centres or triads of the Enneagram before, we will do our best to explain it to you and what it means. So I'm sure most of our listeners have either seen or looked at the Enneagram like diagram. Yes. Which has got the nine numbers kind of in a circle with like a star shape thingy pattern. pattern. <laughs> If you don't know what I'm talking about, go and have a look at it. Google it. (laughs) Yeah, Google it. But basically the intelligence centres are centred around three different parts and there's three Enneagram types in each of those three groups. So think about it in terms of a group. Yep. So there's nine types and these nine types are divvied up into three groups and there's three types in each group for the intelligence centres. And the different groups are your heart, your head or your body. So it's talking about where do you live? Do you live in your heart? Do you live in your head? Or do you live in your body? And where you live is determined by your Enneagram number. Yeah. So it's, they call them triads or intelligence centers, and it's just a different layer of the Enneagram, but it's all about how we filter experiences and what, what our first kind of initial response is going to be to any given situation in life. So if you're in the feeling or the heart triad or intelligence center, you're going to have a feeling first. Yes. If you're in the thinking or the head triad or intelligence center, you're going to be thinking about it first. Never thought first. If you're in the instinctual or body or gut triad or intelligence center, it's going to be instinctually an instinctual response. Yeah, you'll feel it in your body. Your your body will respond yes. rather than it be a, an emotion yes. or a thought. that's right. So that is kind of what we're talking about. And it's, it's a, so for me, I am an Enneagram 2, so I'm in the heart triad or intelligence centre. But for the purpose of this episode, we're just going to move forward with calling them triads because otherwise we're going to give you so many words. Yes. <laughs> and you won't understand. But I am in the heart triad which means that I feel things first like feel when I say feel it's like emotionally feel so quite quite funny isn't it because we'll often talk about if we're making a decision or something yes I'll say to you how does that feel Holly or or what are you feeling right now (laughs) because you just know 
the answer to something based on how you feel about it. You're like, yes. it feels right or it yes. feels wrong. That's right. It's, yeah. it's how you're making decisions is based on if it feels right or feels wrong emotionally. And for mm-hmm. you, it's based on whether it thinks right. Yeah, what, what I think about it. <laughs> yeah, what you think yeah. about it. And for someone in the body or the gut triad, it's about their how they feel in their body mm-hmm. about it. So everyone is in one of these triads in the Enneagram. Now, it's going to be obviously that's the one you're going to think that's the one that's going to come most naturally to you first is the one that you don't have to think about or your responses are unconscious. That's right. That's yeah. a better way of saying yeah. it. That's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> but when we understand the triads, we can understand ourselves better and how we react and respond to the world, which is why I really love this specific grouping. Mm. It, and it's helpful as well because once we understand which one we fall into, we can actually reframe stuff for ourselves and that obviously helps us grow yep (laughs) so if i am in a situation and my first response is a feeling an emotional feeling i can actually go uh well feelings aren't always truthful so Mm. if i'm in a situation i don't know i should have thought of an example shouldn't i but if i'm in a situation and i respond with a feeling and my feelings tell me, oh, that person mustn't like me because this is what happened. Yeah. That doesn't mean that's the truth. Mm. And so if you, when you recognise your triad and how you process stuff, you can actually learn to shift that and assess it with some other tools as well. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I really love the triads. And we're going to go into each individual triad a bit more into depth and what that means for your type as well. So where would you like to start, Beck? Let's start with the heart. Ah, oh, the heart, because I'm in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> so what numbers form the heart centre? What three Enneagram types? Okay. So as I said before, it's the heart, the head and the body in the triads. And when you look at the Enneagram, the numbers are in order. So, you know, one to nine. And it's the groupings for this specific groups because when we talk about the Enneagram there's lots of different groups like Like we've talked about stances before haven't we which is another group that groups um three types into three different stances and then there's harmonic groups as well but in the triads it's the numbers next to you yes so for the heart triad it's the two three and four Mm -hmm. so the two three and four are in the heart triad and the heart types share an underlying mentality of like I want you to see me the way I want to be seen Mm. and, you know, obviously have a very strong desire to be affirmed and, like, validated in different ways depending on their type. But that's, like, the very strong uh, thing of a heart triad. So Mm -hmm. heart, heart types read the emotion and energy of others to know where they stand and how they are perceived by others. So it's Mm -hmm. quite... Uh, what do you call that? Uh, it's quite, it's a clever skill, I guess. Mm-hmm. Some people would call it a clever I wish sk- I had it, to be honest. <laughs> it's not all good, Beck. <laughs> Grass is always greener <laughs> on the other side, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's true. But what it means is that in the heart triad, they experience shame when they're not seen in the way they want to be yeah. seen. So whilst, you know, the heart triad, their desire is to, be loved and to be worthy and to belong. Mm. So that's the three keys for the three 
types in that group to be loved, to be worthy and to be long. It's hard for them to trust others' affection as genuine when it's offered to them. Yeah. Unless it comes from another person in that triad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's interesting you use the word shame there because there's actually a feeling that attaches to each triad. That's right. So the heart, the feeling that the heart uh, triad Mm -hmm. would feel often is shame. Yes. And we'll talk about the others in a minute when we get to those. Yes. So in the heart triad, a type two wants to be seen as lovable. Yes. That's what I want to be seen as lovable. Am I lovable, Beck? Oh, (laughs) yes. So lovable. It's just, yeah. Type threes want to be seen as worthwhile. Mm. And type fours want to be seen as authentic and worthy of belonging. So that's that's pretty, that's interesting. Uh, So... The next part I'm going to talk about is when, like you just mentioned it before, Beck, about the the shame. Yeah. So the heart types manage their shame with emotional intuition. Mm. So for type twos, they're very empathetic and focus outwardly on others' feelings, like providing, like, the, like fulfilling their needs, Meeting basically, the needs, yeah. and managing their shameful feelings of being unlovable. Mm. So they... They manage their shameful feelings of being unlovable by outwardly meeting others' needs. needs. Yeah. Uh, Threes are able to read the emotions of others and they determine how to be successful in different environments. And so they manage their uh, feelings of shame by admiration Mm. or of being worthless as well. They don't like being worthless. Threes. And fours focus inwardly on their feelings and the meaning of their emotional experience, like defining themselves and their significance and manage shameful feelings of insignificance. Mm. Gosh, it sounds really. <laughs> sounds, sounds tough. It does. Yeah. It really does. I mean, look, they're, they're all, it's not all easy, is it? No. So before you mentioned about one of the things you love about triads being that as you become more aware mm-hmm. that that's the case for you, mm-hmm. what is it that um, people in the heart triad can do to find a bit of balance? Yes. Well, there's definitely things that you can do to find balance, like I was saying before, that you can kind of access different different ones when you're needing to and when you recognise that it's that you are doing something that's in – what was that word you used before? Unconscious. Unconscious. <laughs> something that's unconscious, but when you – can go okay I'm going to think about this or I'm going to access different parts so we as in the heart triad we crave intimacy and love from others and when we don't feel this that's when the guilt and shame yeah comes in like we were talking about before um so it's really difficult for people in the heart triad to be curious about what else is going on yeah so Ways to find balance for the people in the heart triad is to get into your head Mm. and get into your body. So Mm -hmm. do things to get into your head and get into your body. So things like to get into your head, you could talk to someone who's in the thinking triad. Talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) You could do something like an online class or some research just Mm -hmm. to get into that thinking space I think you could even ask yourself some questions that's right that you then have to yep. think about the answer to like what else could that mean yeah that would be a good question uh, and then to move into your body you could try some breathing exercises yes or even things that 
I don't know if we've talked about this before, but things that ground you. So physical things like going for a walk, Mm -hmm. putting your bare feet on the grass, like things that help you move into your body and ground you in that way that can help you. And asking yourself a question, what do my mind and body have to say right now? Mm. It's not just about my emotion or my feeling. It's what does, what, what other voices are going to contribute to this feeling? I'm not just going to base everything on the feeling because as we talked about feelings can sometimes be wrong Mm -hmm. and so we've got to learn how how else are we going to use the other triads Mm -hmm. it's not like the feeling's not necessarily wrong no that's right um it's very real for you that's right but it might not be the truth that's right yeah yeah and sometimes it will be yes but not always. <laughs> and I would say for people in the heart triad, mm. probably more often than not, it is true mm. because uh, it's it's a quality yes. that you have to be able to read a room yes. or um, an environment and feel what's happening. Absolutely, especially for those that are in health in their number. Yes. You know, there would certainly be times in everyone's life when they're not in health or if you're never been in health in your number mm-hmm. where your feeling can actually be completely wrong yeah. quite often mm-hmm. and you might see this in people like you might see this more so in children or in immature yes. people that are still growing in themselves or growing in their number that they have a feeling in the heart if they're in the heart triad they have a feeling and make a decision based on that and then people around them are like very confused because they're <laughs> they're feeling something which is a true feeling for them but it doesn't actually represent maybe factually what's what else is going on and yes. what else they could have pulled in to make their decision or to mm-hmm. balance themselves a little bit so that's kind of the heart triad which is numbers 2 3 and 4 let's go to the Head triad. The head triad. That's you. It is. <laughs> so the numbers in the head triad are five, six, and seven. Yes, they are. <sighs> so if you if you belong to this triad, which is you, Beck. Yes, it is. <laughs> so you kind of look at the world through an intellectual lens and you're motivated, or people in the head triad are mm-hmm. motivated by a need for security. Um, and when that need isn't met, the feeling is like... Stress or Stress anxiety. Stress or anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's very true. Have you ever been told that you overthink things? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I think I tell myself that often. <laughs> it's, I think sometimes it can be a negative you think, thing. Do you? <laughs> yes, I think. That's funny. <laughs> it can be a negative thing to overthink, but also it is one of my strengths. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's absolutely right. If you want to go somewhere and have it planned well, Mm. come with me. Mm. I remember just a very quick story. When I was a teenager, um, a group of friends and I wanted to go to a live concert and Mm -hmm. it was being held in Geelong Mm -hmm. and no one had a car at the time and so we travelled on public transport. And at the time my grandparents lived in Geelong and they were away, so we stayed at my grandparents' house. And I had planned it down to the minute because we had to catch like a train into the city and then Mm -hmm. a train from the city into regional Victoria for those of you who aren't, don't live in Victoria, Geelong mm-hmm. is a regional town. Uh, and 
I remember everyone teasing me because I was like, okay, we have to leave now because we've got to catch this 9.52 train and then we've got three minutes to change this other train. I mean, I wouldn't have known as a teenager that that's I was pulling on those streets sure. in myself. But, yeah, yeah I, in certain situations I can plan things down to the minute. So did you get there? Yeah, we got there. We had a great time. <laughs> great. So um, it's not negative to overthink things necessarily, but when you – sort of live in your head too much what what you risk is inaction and detachment from your heart and body which is why again when we talk about triads recognizing which one you're in helps you to access those other ones definitely yeah all right so in the thinking center in the thinking triad listening to your thoughts and thanking them for showing up I think is really key for people who think a lot Mm because obviously you, you can't help it. It's unconscious. They're just going to come. Yeah. But thanking them and then going, okay, what else can I access here is yes. I think going to be helpful because really it, it's not like you can stop them from coming. It's the same with, you know, the feeling. Yeah. Thank the feeling. Uh-huh. Totally. <laughs> and then what else can we do about it? Yeah. <laughs> I think in the head centre, mm. five, sixes and sevens are seeking a sense of safety and security in the world. And mm-hmm. so we use that thinking ability to sort of Mm. placate our fear Mm -hmm. by and five sixes and sevens will all do it in a different way which Mm -hmm. we'll talk about in a minute but we we use it to sort of observe and plan and learn and troubleshoot to make sure that that eventuality we don't want to happen doesn't well you know the head triad prefers stimulating mental connections over emotional connections and can often see life as a problem that needs to be evaluated and addressed rather than like other things. Yeah. I don't love that about myself. <laughs> well, you can embrace it I because can. it's a, it's a strength as well. <laughs> it's true. And like we're saying, I'm not stuck there. <laughs> no, but also in the head triad, liking to see things in context to be able to view, like view things objectively. Very much so. Context uh, is so important. Yeah, definitely. And can see things in patterns. Yeah. Which is interesting because you're an accountant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true Uh, it's interesting fives would become like they would go internally mm -hmm. to avoid being overwhelmed by the outside world yeah so they kind of accumulate information so that they can be prepared for uncertainty totally yeah whereas sixes go both inward and outward to avoid external threats Mm -hmm. so we're going to go internally to avoid Mm. external threats but we'll go internal Sorry, we'll go external uh-huh. to avoid fears on our yes. inside. Yeah. Yeah. And so where fives accumulate information to prepare for uncertainty, sixes just consider everything, what what could go wrong, what could go wrong, what could yes. go wrong in anticipation yeah. for that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sevens will go external mm. as a way to in- avoid their internal world. Yes. So like uh, always anticipating excitement or avoidance uh-huh. to alleviate those feelings of uncertainty yeah love it (laughs) so what's the it's we talked about it's the stress and the anxiety isn't it that comes as that feeling like the heart triads the shame and then the it's fear it's fear Fear Fear. feeling of the Mm. heart center yeah Mm. so we're all working five sixes and sevens we're all doing something to avoid that fear yes accumulating information as a five thinking about all the scenarios as a six and always finding the, the next thing to do as a seven to mm. avoid the thinking about the fear. Yeah, like mm. fives will retreat into their mind to obtain um, like 
all knowledge yeah and then reduce their personal needs so they don't have to depend on anyone else yeah and then sixes will like i said anticipate what's next what's next mm-hmm. what's going to happen next but they often don't find that certainty so go back and forth between internal and external that sounds very stressful beck it's <laughs> kind of exhausting <laughs> and then sevens appear to be afraid of nothing yeah because you know sevens are always like that fun energetic type mm-hmm. but they are often fearful of their inner world yeah and being trapped in emotional pain or anxiety and so they manage that with like a almost like a smoke screen of yep. hyperactivity mm. so they don't have to sit still and think about what's and think about going it on. Yeah. yeah 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 so i think then to find balance for people in the thinking triad yeah practice making decisions and taking action and embracing your feelings yeah so doing things like journaling journaling is so helpful mm. for me because that really help, is. that can really help you get in touch with how you're feeling yeah. rather than just what the thoughts are. Yeah. I think it's actually journaling is, for me, pausing mm. long enough to go beyond the thoughts that are yes, happening. Like it's so like good. I get all of the thoughts on paper mm-hmm. so that they're mm-hmm. not going around in my head anymore mm-hmm. and then I can have other things like feelings. Yes. And, yeah. And, again, spending time in nature to practice getting outside of your head and into, the, into yeah. your body, that grounding again, that's yeah. really helpful. Mm. So then we move on to the body. Yeah. The body triad or the gut triad is often is often called, called. Mm-hmm. which is numbers eight, nine, and one. So these for these like numbers, everything's kind of your body. It's like experience are filtered through your body. Mm. The center of gravity is like inside your body, like in your yeah. belly, and it's uh-huh. that's where strong intuition. For, like informs your decision making yes I've I often will I've got a friend who's a nine and often she'll say to me uh you know when she's making decisions about mm-hmm. stuff in life she might say something like my body doesn't feel right yeah and that's part of her triad mm-hmm. is it's her it's her body's physical response to this decision doesn't feel good yeah. or this decision mm-hmm. does feel good yeah I really like that I wish I could I know. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Oh gosh, making decisions is so hard for me. I <laughs> wish I had that. Um my husband is a one, so he's in this triad as well, mm. and sometimes when he makes a decision, he just knows the right decision. Mm. And I will always want to know why. Why is it the right decision? Like tell me how you got <laughs> to it. And sometimes he doesn't it's like there's no steps that he's taken mm. to get to that decision, mm. unlike me, who thinks about all the mm-hmm. alternatives mm-hmm. to make the right decision. He just knows. It's mm-hmm. like that instinctive kind of mm. knowing but again it doesn't mean it's always correct no, correct that's <laughs> very true so if you're in the body triad or the gut triad you are likely to react immediately to your surroundings so you often mm. won't pause to think your way through an experience or yes. feel your way through an experience mm-hmm. because you will be your desire is for control mm. uh, and when this can happen with i mean every every triad and number number has negative Mm -hmm. things about it but so let's not focus on that but when you don't feel like you're in control that's when the anger and frustration can come in and cause you to make very uh fast decisions yeah that maybe aren't always the best Mm -hmm. so anger is the feeling that's Mm, unconnected that's right anger is the feeling yeah so body people within their body are often quick to respond to things Mm. Uh, so numbers 
one, eight and nine or eight, nine and one, however you like to look at it. Their, their body types can experience the two, like, I don't want to use incorrect language, in, incorrect English, mm. too muchness. It's not a, muchness <laughs> is not a word, but they can experience too muchness of life and that can sometimes be where the response of anger comes in. Yeah. Uh, I think the Body Intelligence Centre, sorry, triad, mm. uh, is connected with doing. Mm-hmm. So they'll mm-hmm. take action where the heart triad will have a feeling the mm. head triad will have a thought, yes. the body triad will take action, will do yes. something. And the, in this, I was going to say stance, that's not the right, in this triad, <laughs> in the body triad, the eight, nine and one, they're very concerned about fairness and very concerned yeah. about justice. And comfort and control. Yes. Yeah. And even if, like, they need to know, who's to blame, for example. Even if it's themselves, yeah. they need to know who is to blame in that because of that fairness, mm-hmm. that justice piece. Yep. Uh, and when they don't meet ex- expectations they have for themselves personally or, you know, communally or professionally mm-hmm. even, uh, they experience a lot of insecurity, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they do it quietly yeah I would say that insecurity would definitely be internal because yes internal eight nines and ones are often people that you wouldn't um like they seem very in control Mm. and so I guess that is because they Mm. they're seeking that control aren't they definitely um the body triad will use their energy to create boundaries as a way of shaping their environment and each of the types do that in a different way that's right so you know, adding to that, it's like they don't want to be messed with and mm. so they have strong boundaries mm-hmm. and a desire for autonomy and respect yeah. within their Enneagram number. Yes. So an eight will use their energy to protect themselves and mm. their comfort against outward threats from their environment. Yes, which is very typical of eights because they want to have strong boundaries to protect their vulnerabilities because that's something that they don't necessarily like to show very often. Mm -hmm. And then a nine will have strong external boundaries to keep others from pushing them into action or as well to keep conflicting thoughts at bay. Yeah, so they'll create boundaries internally and externally. So internally to keep those kind of... To keep the peace. Yeah, to keep the peace inside, but also they'll create boundaries Mm. externally to keep the peace within their external environment. Yeah. And then the one is like this: they've got really strong standards to orient themselves towards what's right Mm -hmm. or what's not right. Yep. And to keep the bad thoughts suppressed or away yeah, because they don't want to think about the bad things. Yeah, so their boundaries are internal. Mm, that's um, right. And so it's like these high standards on themselves are like mm, the boundaries mm. and it, they help to suppress their own impulse and desires to make sure that they're mm. doing, they're being good. Yes. Yeah, as a one <laughs> loves to. Oh, we love you ones. Yes. So ways to find balance for the gut triad is, again, practising mindfulness or going to speak to a counsellor or something can be helpful as well because that yeah. helps you really get into the feeling mm-hmm. um, also. And, you know, whether it be journaling or, I mean, you don't, the people in the body triad will already be connected and grounded into their body. So, yes. <laughs> But I'm sure they'll still put their feet mm-hmm. in the grass. <laughs> and, I mean, just like we said before, talking to someone in that, 
either of the other triads is another way to do it. That's right. To see, to help you explore your feelings or your thoughts about mm. a particular um, situation. Mm. So that is basically the triads and they are head, heart and body. If you've got a question about any of that or you'd like to chat to us, we'd love to hear from you. So send us an email at I love you too much to argue at gmail.com or contact us on Instagram at I love you too much to argue podcast. Thanks for listening. See ya. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head to your favourite podcast platform to rate, review and subscribe. Connect with us on Instagram at I love you too much to argue podcast. Find us on Facebook or email us at I love you too much to argue at gmail.com. Thanks, lovers.